It's Podcast Monday, turning over a new leaf for the new life. Welcome back to Raw Nomadic Lens. I'm your host, Sherry Michelle. Let's go. I'm still juicing. Yay. <laughs> In case you were wondering, I am still juicing. Have I done it perfectly? No. But I've learned something about um, perfection recently. Um, it was on Manifestation Babes podcast. And... Uh, Basically, when we feel we're not enough, we choose something to try to be perfect about, something to try to do perfectly. And I'm feeling that I am enough. (laughs) Really starting to feel I'm enough, which is awesome. And so I'm not doing this perfectly. Right now I'm drinking some apple juice that I juiced myself on the road. Thank you very much. And uh, I've also had, um, I saw some cousins yesterday in Colorado, that's where I am right now, and they um, were so sweet. I, you know, let people know ahead of time when I stop to see someone that, hey, I'm not um, a great uh, dinner buddy right now because I'm juicing, so I just wanted to give you a heads up. I can do herbal tea, though, and that's my social thing, like, that's my social ace in the hole. I can do herbal tea. It's not going to kill me, you know? So, um, when I got there, they had juices from Nectar, um, which I had never heard of Nectar before, but, um, I got another one there today. Oh, my cousin Jenny was so sweet to do that. She did like a, a whole bunch of juices for me, mostly green too. And they were excellent. Um, Nectar doesn't use heat. They don't pasteurize. Um, so, uh, yes, it is pre-bottled, but, I was cool with that. I mean, actually, I did worse than that the day before because I had some Palm Wonderful, which is um, pasteurized, and I had some apple juice at one point, like a little bottle of apple juice that had been pasteurized. So, yeah, we're not aiming for perfection here. Just want to keep the juice feast going. So I'm on day 12, which is pretty darn exciting. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I left... Iowa. I'd spent some awesome time with my family there. Like really one of the best visits I've had in a long time. And I've got to give some of that credit to juicing. I always feel like my best self when I'm raw. And this is even more so than 80-10-10 if you don't count pasteurized juice. So anyway, my fat's really low is what I'm saying. And uh, sorry for the noise, but I just felt this was a good time to do this. I really wanted to stick to my new leaf of podcasting every Monday so yeah uh, went through Nebraska and went now I'm in Colorado visited my cousins and tomorrow I get to Taos and begin my um, first pupper sit pupper kitter sit through trusted house sitters so that's pretty exciting. I really hope I like it. I think it's going to be great. I get to um, sit one um, pupper little chihuahua named Soda Pop. She looks super sweet and she's older and I just think um, it's going to be great. My niece has uh, a dog that is part chihuahua, part mini pin, I think. And oh my God, I adore that dog. Oh, Jackson is just the sweetest thing. Of course, I'm missing Jebby, and I talk to her every day. I am an animal communicator now, and so I really make it a point to connect with her every day. And she has someone sitting her right now because her dad is in Boston. And so everybody is on a new adventure right now and uh, doing well. What else? What else? 
animal communication is going great. I'm actually a full-time animal communicator now. It took me six months. I could have done that sooner. Like I realize now it was all me. Like I just had to trust um, and do what I needed to do instead of worrying about the transition and the cash flow and all of that because I think the universe really rewards leaps of faith from my experience. And when you don't take that leap of faith and you try to like, I don't know, I think of it as like hanging on to the edge of the pool, um, <laughs> things go more slowly. It's just what I've found to be true. So I'm having an awesome time. I feel really free and really myself. Um, I did have a little boo-boo in Iowa, my way out of Iowa. My, my great aunt had won uh, like $700 on a scratch off. And so she called me when I was still um, with my family up in Northeastern Iowa and said, I have to talk to you. It's about something really serious. And so I was worried cause she's 84. And she says, I won $700 on a scratch off and I need a ride to the lottery office. <laughs> so I spent the day with her. I, I, we had a little slumber party that night and I got to see my cousin Sharon. And then we, um, the next day I took her to the lotto office and then took her shopping and just had a fun girl's day. You never know when it's the last chance you're gonna have to see someone and I always think that when I see her, but really we should think that every time we get together with any family, right? So on my way out of Iowa, a rock hit my windshield and I thought, oh, I hope that, that sounded bad, but I hope it didn't crack it, but it did. <laughs> Luckily it was just in the corner and I watched a couple YouTube videos and was able to patch it to keep it from spreading, hopefully knock on wood and um, we'll see they need to replace that but um, I haven't had a windshield crack in over 25 years and I was a chauffeur for 11 of those so it's kind of crazy but um, I feel like I rolled with it really well um, I you know did what I needed to do to take care of it it hasn't spread um, luckily it like ran into a sticker, a city sticker, my Chicago city sticker. I feel like between that and the, um, clear packing tape and the, um, super glue and using a super sharp dental tool to poke it, to relieve some pressure before I put the glue in because <laughs> I couldn't use the regular patch kit because it's so close to the edge. But that also means it's only like a, like a four inch, um, crack for now. I hope it just stays that way until I get it replaced. Anyway, so that's the only thing that's really uh, been a little bump in the road, and it wasn't bad at all, and I feel like I rolled with it well. Didn't get too ruffled over that, and uh, I'm just really excited for my dog sit, kidder sit. So it's one pupper and six feral cats, which should be really fun. I just um, met some more feral cats at my friend um, Linda's house, and they were so, 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 so sweet. So I'm traveling, I'm raw, I'm meeting new animals all the time, I'm doing animal communication every day, I usually do two sessions in the morning is what I like to do ideally, and then work on um, you know, different marketing stuff on and off throughout the day and answer messages and emails, and it's going really well, I'm super happy, I feel like I'm living the life I wanted to live. Um, when I was doing therapy, the last couple months um, in one session my therapist said well describe your perfect life like just ideal situation 
and this is what I described, what I'm doing right now. <laughs> this is exactly what I described. So how fun is that? Whew, I made it happen. It didn't happen overnight, but I've made it happen. So I'm just really happy. And I just wanted to check in with you guys. I know this isn't um, going to be a super long podcast, but um, I wanted to check in and I wanted to stay true to that commitment I've made to myself to podcast every Monday. Um, I also noticed with family, it's been kind of interesting to see people's reactions to the juicing. And um, I'm so over the moon when people are supportive and don't give you a hard time about it. And really nobody has. Um, people have asked questions, um, um, and I'm happy to answer any questions. I feel like getting my um, system down with, like I have all of my juicing stuff in a red um, suitcase, and I've got that down to a science, packing and unpacking that, and getting everything cleaned up. It's still, it's only taking me 20 minutes to get everything unpacked and juiced and packed again. That was huge to time that. Um, because now I just have it in my head. It's only 20 minutes. It's not a big deal. You know, worst case scenario, it's a little more complicated at a rest stop or something, and it's 30 minutes. But um, I've had, um, yeah, pretty good luck so far. And I just feel my animal communication is better because I'm juicing. I feel very peaceful and calm. The weather's been great. And I hope you guys all give it a try. I'm excited to see um, every time I open up the RSS site to see like my new followers and stuff like all over the world. That's been really um, exciting, like surprising too. I think I still honestly only have nine followers because I always forget to ask you guys to follow. So if you like please follow and um yeah it's fun to see people pop up all over the place places i never would have guessed so who knows you know what particular thing whether it's travel or raw food or what i don't care i just like like minds getting together and sharing ideas and experiences and um, my cousin jenny told me that my other cousin Stacy has MS now and it reminded me of Dr. Terry Wall's YouTube um, videos and her TED talk especially so I watched that like four times today because first I shared it with them um, because I looked into Dr. Terry Wall's research and her books and her TED talk when I was dealing with my autoimmune issue which we never did find out what it was because the symptoms are gone and that's fine with me but I think it really is something great for everybody to watch. So if you haven't seen it, it's Dr. Terry Walls, W-A-H-A-L-S, and she teaches at the University of Iowa. She's a doctor, and she um, developed MS and tried all of the, you know, she went to the best experts at the Cleveland Clinic, got all the best help, the best medications, and she was still declining, declining, and um, just at a slower rate with the medications. And so she started um, researching at night um, and find out, found out that a lot of it had to do with mitochondria and developed the best diet for her 
situation with MS and it involves a lot of leafy greens, a lot of colors, berries, fruits and vegetables, um, some organ meats, um, some grass-fed meat, you know. I'm, you know, obviously not such a big fan of that, but to each his own. Everybody's on their own path and that is what our ancestors were eating. So for two and a half million years they were hunter-gatherers and they were eating fish and they were eating other meat. So it is what it is. Um, would I do that again? I don't know. I'd say never say never. Um, I just like what I'm doing right now. And But I did find it really interesting. It was such a great thing to listen to again. Um, and I posted it on Facebook too because I just think it's really for everyone. It's, it's, it's a great reminder for everyone like what we're really supposed to have in our diet and what happens in our brain when we don't get all of our nutrients. So am I getting all of my nutrients right now juicing? No. <laughs> but I am cleaning house here. So uh, it's I'm not going to juice forever, obviously. But I do want to juice for a good long while. I'm not even going to say like how long I want to go. I don't even know. Like I just know what's possible. And I'm aiming high because I feel so good. And this is working out really well. And I, just, I feel happy. So it's easier for me than doing raw. Um, obviously on the road for sure. I don't, I'm not such a great fan of simple raw. I get really bored with it, unfortunately. And I know I just need to keep working at that. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of water fasting, but you can't do that indefinitely either. And I tend to not do things so gently when I'm water fasting. You probably remember the shark cage thing. You know, I was water fasting when I did that and thought of Dr. Um, oh, I can never remember his name. Dr. Goldhammer at True North in Santa Rosa, California. I thought of him and his fasting clinic and what he would say about me going to do a shark cage experience while I was water fasting. Definitely not taking it easy, but oopsie daisy. <laughs> I was already on my way there. I was on the bus to, to the uh, marina. So yeah, I don't tend to take it easy, which is what you're supposed to do when you water fast. But anyway, uh, water fasting, I don't think I've ever broken a fast correctly. Juice fasting, I tend not to break a fast correctly either. Um, but I just find juice fasting easier than doing raw right now. Maybe that'll change. Uh, I just really like the simplicity of it and I get all the same effects of raw. Here's what I don't have to deal with. I don't have to deal with overdoing the fat at night and the salt and stuff like that. And I think I talked about this last podcast, so I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself. What else? What else? Uh, it was funny. I saw um, a friend's movies that he made during the pandemic. My friend Greg Holt made a couple of movies um, with a friend of his. And Paco is his first name. And... Uh, I watched those with my niece when I was in Iowa and one of them was partially set in Paris and I said to my niece, I wonder if they have any pet sets in Paris. I tend to call them animal sets because I don't really like the word pet anymore, but that's what they're called online. 
and uh, she was like, ooh, you could renew your vows. <laughs> so I had to look one up right away, and I did apply for it, but I didn't get it. But I've seen a couple others pop up since then. The dates just don't work for me. And it's a good, it would have been over Christmas. It's a good Christmas to be home because um, my nephew is having a baby, and so I'll, I'll be a, a grand aunt again, a great aunt again. And uh, anyway, so what she was talking about with the Paris uh, deal was that in 2013, I married myself at the Eiffel Tower, which sounds insanely narcissistic, but just hold on. <laughs> Let me explain. So I, I've had a lot of unhealthy relationships and I wanted to break that pattern. And I was already going to London with my friend Mac Oliver and she's a really great travel buddy. And then decided we wanted to take the channel to Paris. It's so close, it's right there. Another friend said, be careful with that uh, attitude because everything's right there, it's Europe. <laughs> So, uh, but another friend said, um, she was really into like healing rituals and she said, you should marry yourself at the Eiffel Tower. Cause we had been talking about this, this ritual of like marrying yourself to kind of break cycles, unhealthy cycles. And so I wrote some vows and I actually did it. I went to the Eiffel Tower and married myself. And that day they had, um, only tickets available. Well, I, we'd bought our tickets ahead of time before we left for the trip, but they only had tickets to the the second level so there's like three levels from what I understand and uh, but I thought you know that's perfect because someday I'm gonna come back here with a really great guy and I'm going to marry him at the top and now I just feel like I want to go back and I want to marry myself again at the top I know it sounds really self-absorbed but here's the thing I had a lot of unhealthy relationships after I did that the first time after I married myself at the Eiffel Tower the first time someone really great entered my life someone who was really kind and honest and sweet and not that you have to go to the Eiffel Tower do it right now in your backyard like you don't have to go someplace you know special I just I'm a writer I romanticize everything and I just wanted to like really really make it unforgettable for myself and so I had a good relationship, um, a good, you know, pretty healthy relationship and um, lots of laughs, really a genuinely kind and honest and decent person, a therapist. Not that all therapists are that way, but he is. And even though we're not together as a couple anymore, um, we're still super close friends. And now I just feel like I want to be my own best friend and I want to be my own dream partner. I'm really ready to walk uh, this path alone, which sounds maybe silly considering I'm only 52, but I feel like there are so many treasures to be had, spiritual and otherwise, being fine by yourself. I already really love my solitude. I, I grew up having a lot of solitude when I was a kid and I really loved it on the farm. So uh, I'm going to read my vows to you because I feel like I've stayed on this path and I'm really proud of myself for that. So I noticed that there were vows on the other side of the card too. So it starts with, I, Sherry, take me for better or worse. I promise to love myself, to respect and honor myself, to listen to myself, to trust myself, and to heal myself. 
Most of all, I promise to be patient with myself. I hereby vow to be a student of the world by maintaining an open heart and mind. Everything I've been through has happened for a reason. I chose this path, and now I'm choosing health, wealth, peace, and happiness. I'm beautiful and powerful just the way I am this very moment. Every day I am growing. I love this journey. I'm the co-creator of this journey. I am the author. Please, God, use me as a vessel for your power and a channel for your love. I'm ready. Thank you for this magical day, this magical life, and everyone on this magical path. So, yeah, I feel like I kept going in the right direction. Yay! And now I want to level up and go back and go to the top. So what is really interesting and funny is that the next day, I had already found out that I didn't get the sit. They gave it to someone else. Um, and I was okay with that because I really want to be in Iowa when my nephew is born. Um, but I was repacking my car and a book fell out, um, Eating Animals. You're probably familiar with that book. I had bought it in Paris, and what fell out of the book were our tickets to the Eiffel Tower, mine and Max, and they were both in my name. So here's this ticket that I was to the event that I was just talking about that I said I wanted to do again, and there's two of them. So underneath the one that's kind of worn is one that's just pristine. It's like a brand new ticket to the Eiffel Tower. Isn't that funny? I love that. I just love it. I just felt like it was straight from my angels and just a big like um, big vote of encouragement and um, I feel like the universe is behind me on this and I am going to get to go back. But in the meantime, I have, you know, trips all the way up until the end of March. I really think I will be in Hawaii longer than March 8th. So we shall see. Um, I would love to stay longer. That's really my favorite place on earth right now. Ah, some other coincidences. There are no such things as coincidences. Some other neat things um, that have happened. I kept seeing one, two, three, and three, two, one when I left Iowa. And if you're into angel numbers at all, I think I may do some videos on YouTube on yeah, about angel numbers because they've really they've really been a big part of this journey. I really feel they were like the beginning of a spiritual awakening. And um, look up one, two, three, and three, two, one. They're very much about um, new beginnings, and I always associate 123 with that's the time that my dad died. This is kind of fun. So today, when I was visiting my um, cousins in Colorado, my cousin Luana was showing me old pictures in an album full of. They were photos that her mother had owned and um, so there were some old family photos in there that I'd never seen before and then there was this little remembrance card and she said I wonder who this is for and she opened it up and it was for this woman who had lived across the street from them when she was a kid and she had passed away in 1966 and I said look at the date that's today it was the 12th of September and she said oh my gosh and she said she gave me that desk and she pointed in the corner to this beautiful little desk she said i didn't have a desk for studying when i was in high school and she gave that to me and i was like well it's like we both agreed it was like a little hello from this woman um irv i think was her name 
and uh, yeah, for us to open that remembrance after all these years on the anniversary of her death in the room where the desk is sitting that she gave my cousin Luana was really neat. So again, no coincidences. I felt that was very special. I think that I'm going to go ahead and hit the road now. I'm glad we got to reconnect. I'm very excited to keep doing Monday podcasts and uh, maybe we'll get some sponsors and I'll start editing and get some fancy music. Who knows? <laughs> but right now we're just keeping it pretty simple like my food. <laughs> it's very unprocessed, very raw. And this beautiful bird right outside my window right now just saying hi. Do you have any food? I'm sorry, honey. I gave all of my bird seed to my brother's cat. Got him the bird feeder that he asked for in his animal communication session. <laughs> so he's been talking to blue jays through the window, making weird cat noises. And uh, that was really fun. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. You uh, could have done a lot of things with this time, but you chose to be here with me. I really appreciate that. It means a lot to me. And uh, carpe diem. <laughs>